0: so go go run free to where the grass is always green beyond the rainbow bridge where skies are blue go go run free beyond time and space together we'll be beyond the Beyond the rainbow bridge, where skies are blue, go, go run free, beyond time and space, together Be with you.
1: everybody, welcome back to another edition of Doc's Boneyard. This episode is one I've had on the books for about two years, uh, since I would say September of uh, 2021, and unfortunately I lost the original recording, so we're having to redo it again. But you know what, it's all good. So, like I do with all my episodes, I start with a question. Are pets family, or are they just pets? While you're contemplating the answer to that age old question, I'm gonna throw in some promos, some shout outs and some love. And I'll be back in just a few minutes. Looking for that unique, handcrafted, one of a kind gift? Check out Dee's Unique Designs on Facebook. She specializes in custom artistry from paintings to jewelry, coasters to tumblers and everything in between. That's Dee's Unique Designs on Facebook. Give her your ideas, and watch them come to life. Loss is the one common bond that binds us all together. In these times, the worst feeling is the feeling that you're all alone. At One Common Bond, we're a beacon of light to shine on those dark times. A warm and glowing beacon of love and support to help you weather this storm of loss and grief. At onecommonbond.org, we provide resources free of charge to help get the light back in. No one should go on the grief journey alone. You can find out more about our resources at the number one common bond.org. That's the number one common bond.org. Hey everybody, it's Doc from Doc's Boneyard. Hey listen, if you're in the Fayetteville, North Carolina, especially around Fort Bragg and you're looking for that hard to find military badassery gear, why don't you go see my buddy George at Silverback Military Surplus. He's located just outside the Yadkin Gate, 6477C Yadkin Road. He has a wide variety of patches, hats, tactical gear, you name it. Tell him Doc sent you. Welcome back. So before the commercial breaks, uh, I propose the question about pets. Are they just animals or are they family or what are they? So I'm going to answer that question. And this is from personal experience. So my wife and I made a decision to have our dog Storm put down Wednesday, September 29, 2021. She and my daughter Stephanie went to the vet at 6 p.m., and by 6.20, Storm crossed the Rainbow Bridge. I was in my office before they left, and I gave Storm a huge hug, kissed his snout, and I told him that I loved him. I didn't realize the four-legged gift was just that, a gift that God had given to me, and I regretted all the times I got mad at him for just being a dog. He had a habit of getting mad when we left the house and would let us know by tearing up things or getting into the trash, and that was his way of letting us know that he didn't want us to go. See, dogs have no concept of time the way humans do, and they don't know how long their humans are gone. He wasn't the only dog in the house, mind you, but that didn't matter. We got Storm when he was about eight weeks old from friends of ours who said he was just too wild. Hence the name Storm, and he was a wild one, and the first dog that my wife and I owned. He bonded with Dee's son, Chris, who lived with us at the time, and when Chris left, Storm adopted me as his human. Now, Storm had the uncanny ability to tune into my PTSD. It was almost like he had an internal spidey sense that tingled when things weren't right with me. And during this time of my life, I was in a constant roller coaster with mood swings, anger issues, hypervigilance, and the whole buffet of nastiness that makes PTSD really so much fun to experience. Storm could tell when I was having a bad day, and there were many days over the years. He would give me that look that would say, hey big guy, we got this. He'd be attached to me as though I had a four-legged tumor growing out of me, Drip to the kitchen my office, and yes, even the home of the porcelain throne. Well, I think you get the picture. He had one ear that was lazy, and that was just part of his charm. If I was eating something, he would give me that look that said, Hey, big guy, down here, aren't you forgetting someone? And he was also very protective of his human, because I was in his pack. During the years, he began to have mobility issues and looked like he was in chronic pain. He was always on duty, though. And he put my needs above his own. I'd look at him on the floor and just wonder how bad he hurt. And it it really would break my heart for him. He was so loyal up until the day we decided to have the bet put him out of his pain. When the car pulled out of the driveway and I was alone in my office, I broke down. And here I am a big army medic crying over his dog. You damn right. That was over two years ago and I still miss him. I still have his paw print, A special dog tag as well as his ashes, which is kind of morbid, but yeah, he's always with me. I started to come up with the show idea that day, and uh, like I said, the original recording of that episode had disappeared. But if it still existed, you could hear the pain in my voice and the raw emotion of when Storm left the house. And he was a beloved pet, and for those of you who have lost pets... You understand and not even pets they're family members there are members of the family there's a movie about a canine dog handler called megan levy and it came out a while ago and i cry every time i watch it the dog in the movie looked like storm and i believe the dog in the movie was a uh, like a shepherd mix and storm was a shepherd mix Storm was a uh, Shepherd and I do believe a Rottweiler mix. I'm not going to give away the movie, but if you need to watch to understand just how much of a bond there is on the battlefield and at home between us and our dogs from a veteran's point of view. And here's another example of a dog's love. My wife has a Jack Russell Terrier Chihuahua mix and that dog is her four-legged companion. (laughs) To those those two have their own language and they can communicate without words. When Dee's mother was dying from cancer, that dog would not leave her mother's side. And Patches is Dee's emotional support animal, though not being formally trained. Now, over the years, me and that little turd have developed a mutual understanding, one that says, I am the big dog, and he isn't. He's very protective and loyal. It does come to me for comfort when something scares him if Dee's not around. But he is her dog. And that's an example of his loyalty. Patches was a rescue that Dee found one morning when she was leaving work. And someone had put him and his sister in a bag behind her rear car tire with the hopes that she wouldn't see the bag and run it over. Can you believe the animal cruelty in this world? I was asleep. And about 8 a.m. that morning, I was awakened by that little scruff ball perched on her shoulder. And it's been, well, he's been hours ever since. All of our dogs have personalities, and we now have four of them. We just acquired a pit bull puppy for my son at Christmas named Willow, and she's a work in progress. Gable, on the other hand, we've had since we had Storm, and he's now as old as Storm was when he was put down. Gable is a border collie mix and just the sweetest and most nurturing dog I've ever seen. Duck is a beagle with a wiener body. She's my dog. And it was love at first sight. She climbed on my lap in the car on the way home from getting her, and the rest is history. She has her spot underneath the covers right next to me. And the point I'm making is this. Dogs have a unique way of filling our lives with a joy that is only rivaled by having children. In essence, they are four-legged children. They have their own individual personalities. They can be taught. They have a need to please. And of course, you know, they have needs, just like we do. But they're more than just pets. They don't ask for much. And to tell you the truth, I prefer dogs over people sometimes. It's funny, growing up, my mom had cats. And what cats can be lovable, They're not in the same category as a good dog. Cats have too much personality. And while they may accept you as their human, it's more or less on their terms. Where dogs, they're all in all the time. Cats are all in, but only when they want to be. I'm not knocking cat lovers out there because we even had a tabby named Cuddles. She was bought for my daughter Stephanie, but she adopted me. She was my cat. She'd get mad if I was giving the dogs more attention than her. I had a circular chair in my office that I used to sit in, and we would have kitty time, just the two of us. And when I got rid of that chair, our time stopped, and oh, she got a catitude. Let me tell you, major catitude. We ended up giving her to a friend when we moved, and there are times I do miss that cranky old cat. She was well taken care of and has a loving owner just wanted to throw that in there you know there's a lot we can learn from our pets and unconditional love is probably the greatest lesson they don't care about our social standings what we look at look like what we do for a living or the things we have they just want love plain and simple there's really not much more i can expound on in this episode For those of us who are empty nesters you know pets are kind of all we have left you know our children have have grown up we've taught them we've sent them out in the world and they are raising havoc upon the world so all we really have left are pets which you know are our pseudo children so to speak i know this episode is kind of short sweet to the point but like i said there's not really much more i could say Uh, If you like what you heard, you could drop me a line at TheBoneyard2021 at yahoo.com. That's TheBoneyard2021 at yahoo.com. Also, check out my, uh, my radio station, my internet radio station, DBY Radio. It's on Voscast, and you can check out the link on the DBY Radio Facebook page. Also, I've introduced another podcast called Average Joe, and it's a conservative Christian podcast that kind of puts today's issues that are relevant to us in plain English, because I'm not a theologian. I don't get it, but I try to break it down in simple plain English, because that's just the guy I am. Remember, it's not the fat, the meat, the gristle. It's just a bare bones. And before I sign off, there's a reason I do podcasts and I'm on television. <laughs> I forgot to add the song from my brother from another mother in this episode. I humbly apologize, Mr. Shannon Book. So we're going to hit that next. Then I'm going to do my sign off.
2: He sits on his bed with his gun in his hand He thinks his life is over He can't understand A bottle of whiskey and some pills in the drawer He doesn't want to hurt himself or hurt anymore Why must it be this way? Just think it all Listen to the words I say You are not alone There are so many people who fight with their demons each day this together today, you're not alone, she picks up the clothes and falls loose on the floor, she finds a crumpled letter, Just behind the door, begins to read it with tears in her eyes A horrible feeling takes over inside
1: just a quick public service message if you are feeling that life has gotten the best of you there is help out there free help there are people that are just waiting to listen to what you have to say what i'm talking about is the national suicide prevention hotline and you can call 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 if you're a veteran press 1 And if you're not into speaking to a live human being, you can also text. Yes, that's the thing. You can text 988. There is someone willing to listen 24-7, 365 without fail. Until next time, it's been my pleasure, and I want to thank you for listening to me ramble incessantly and taking time out of your day. With much love, can't wait till the next episode. See you, folks.